Hey guys, it's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. Thank you, thank you for joining us today for another Heart to Heart. We have Christine Faza with us today, and we're going to bring her on with us in just a few minutes. But if you're new to this, if you're catching this through Christine or even through myself and you stumbled across this podcast, welcome. It's episode number 93, and this one is called Decades Apart. We're here to bridge the gap today on health and wellness across the generations because it looks so different for everybody. And Christine, go introduce yourself. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. My name is Christine. Thank you so much, Sonia, for having me today. I'm super excited to bridge the gap um, in in health and wellness across the, the ages. So thank you so much for having me. Excellent. Can you... Well, thanks for coming. First of all, we had a great chat the other day and we just clicked. Everything just clicked. And if you're catching the audio version of this through Spotify, iTunes, just so you know, all heart to hearts are actually uploaded to my YouTube channel as well. So the link can be found in the link tree. You'll be able to see Christine's beautiful face. But more importantly, for those that are catching this, what is really cool is not only are we decades apart, doing the same thing to different people. I would be training the mothers, Christine would be training the daughters in essence. And um, here's the cool thing, here's a visual. I have light blonde hair and I'm wearing lilac today. Christine is a brunette wearing black. So again, go with that mother-daughter, that decades apart, and it's really fitting to see how we're both showing up as the best versions of ourselves but you're gonna to gravitate to whoever you connect with the most. And that's what I want you to do. So grab your paper and pen, have it handy, because I know you. I know you're always taking notes somehow. Um, and you know, grab your favorite coffee cup or come back to this if there's something that you like, and I know there will be. So Christine, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Sure, yeah, thank you. Um, so I graduated um, with an honors bachelor's of science degree. Um, my major was in life science and my minor was in psychology. Um, I then graduated as a certified uh, integrative nutrition health coach. Um, and then I did my certified uh, yoga teacher training. And then I went into um, nutrition or holistic nutrition. And so I graduated as a certified nutritional practitioner. Um, and now I run my own practice online. So I have my own little clinic um, where I support individuals with their health and, and, and nutrition. Um, I'm actually specializing in brides right now, which is really incredible. So if you or anyone you know is a bride-to-be and you've got a wedding come up and you want to get ready mentally, physically emotionally I'm here for you um I mean I do help everyone else as well and you know grooms are more than welcome of course <laughs> um but that's just the main focus right now and I do have a uh yoga and wellness studio that's a virtual one as well called Cav Community so we have that platform as well so we offer lots of health and wellness modalities <laughs> all virtually well, I, so we make it accessible <laughs> that's even better right and i loved how you are tapping into brides because when it comes to weight loss when it comes to taking care of ourselves when it comes to making those changes many of us start with a reason they want to look good in a photo they don't like the way they look and and what you need to know when you're listening to this is that's okay you know we're going to help you Either one of us are going to help you take that wish and that want 
like a layer of an onion and peel it back so you're truly getting into the root cause. Because does this story sound familiar? How many people do you know want it to look great for the pictures on their wedding day mm -hmm. and then that's it? Mm -hmm. That's it. They, they've gained so much weight. They don't do the work on themselves. They figured their biggest goal is to land their perfect partner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So talk to me about that. I know this is a little different guys, but we're going to be touching on meals, movement, mindset, and your relationship with money as I always do in these heart to hearts. So I love the fact that we're talking about brides. We're taking a isolated situation mm -hmm. and we're going to expand on it. So mm -hmm. you can see what Christine does and, and how it's so important. And then I'll chime in every once in a while because you know, I can help all of the mothers that are the brides to be, because again, it's the same, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's still a reason to look good because we don't give ourselves a good enough reason to look good. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. And I think that, you know, so much goes into preparing for your big day, right? You like, you're putting this whole production together that sometimes, you know, we might not think about ourselves, you know, we kind of like miss out on that or we just take care of the little things, but it's more than just your wedding day. This is the day that you're starting your life with your future partner, right? So you want to make sure that you are your best self mentally, physically, emotionally going into this big day and, you know, starting this new journey. And so you can build healthy habits together. And so that, you know, down the line, you don't put the weight back on or you don't, you know, forget about yourself in this marriage because, you know, it's very important to, to take care of yourself for yourself, but also like that self-care builds a really great relationship with your partner. So once we kind of put in that focus on ourselves from the beginning, you know, we kind of maintain that throughout the, throughout the, um, the marriage, then it just builds, you know, a better relationship with you and your partner and a healthy relationship from a lot of people that I was speaking to who have been in marriages for a while, you know, they tend to reach out a lot too, because they, realize how important it is to be healthy in a, in a relationship in a marriage you know that that plays a really big part and so if you can get that foundation set before starting this journey together then you're really just building yourself for success I mean building yourselves up for success right <laughs> so it's just a really incredible thing and being my age I guess we can kind of talk about the different my, my age right now Absolutely. you know oh sorry go ahead I said, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I've seen like so many of my friends getting married or engaged. And, you know, I think that's like a close thing for me too. So it's, I feel I, I can relate to that a lot. And having gone through what we had been through in the past two years, a lot of our habits have changed. Our mindset has changed. Um, our eating habits have changed. Our physical, like our routines have changed. So it's like, you know, we might need a little bit more support to get back to where we were. And if you do have a really big day coming up, like your wedding, you know, you're going to need that like extra support to make sure that you're getting to where you want to be for that big day, kind of moving from the past and just bringing yourself back out, getting out there and making these healthy choices and healthy changes. And so that you can really celebrate your big day being like a new you, you know, like you just changed, you did something different. We kind of broke out of that routine of being at home or doing the same things or eating the same things. You're trying something new. You're opening up to these possibilities in your health and wellness. And that also opens up more possibilities in your life and in your relationship. So there's a couple of things that I picked up on there and that we have, and there's some also other things that we haven't talked about yet, but 
first and foremost, your partner fell in love with you mm -hmm. because of who you are, your health, your wellness, your personality, your vibe. Why would you want any of that to change moving forward? Mm -hmm. And it does. We, as females, and, and you're probably too young to experience this, but um, Christine's 25, sorry, this one air bod, just, there we go. Um, Christine's 25, I am 47, going to be 48 this year. So that's why we're calling this episode Decades Apart, because the information that you're learning, it doesn't matter which one of us you gravitate towards. We wanted to share with you how empowering it is to be you. To find the new healthy habits, which is one of my taglines, it's probably one of Christine's too, be, to continue on the path of self-growth and development. Mm -hmm. Because how many people do we know, and, and I'm sure we can relate here, got married. So I knew so many people that their husbands have never seen them more beautiful than their wedding. They, they didn't even know their bride looked that beautiful because they don't show up like that in real life. Mm -hmm. They don't continue to look like that afterwards. Mm -hmm. And you are worth so much more than that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're the bride, the bride to be, the the mom, the, the bridesmaids, <laughs> the moms. It, honestly, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. There is no reason why you can't show up and feel that beautiful for yourself every single day. Because what happens when we get married is we stop. We become we become our our boss's employee. We become our husband's wife. We become the daughter of our parents. Our identity shifts. And then we become a mom. Mm -hmm. We become less and less, less visible. And we wonder why there's problems in the marriage. Mm -hmm. I've been divorced twice. I've, I understand. I was so busy raising my kids. And, and even at the hope of wanting my prince charming that I realized it wasn't in alignment. Right. And, and you learn these things as you expand through life. And I can tell any of the, um, 30 year olds that, you know, their first Romeo didn't work out the way that they thought they're sitting here saying, yeah, there are probably some things they could have done differently. And that's what Christine and I are here to help you with today. Not about thinking differently, but showing up as your best self, not just for one day. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's the major mindset piece. Mm -hmm. You say you love that? Yeah, I love that. Because <laughs> we're talking from two different pieces of experience. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It does. It does happen, especially in relationships. You know, you kind of just, you know, just move into different habits or you don't really keep showing up for yourself or, you know, whatever it may be. But I was even speaking to like a therapist too, um, because I wanted to have more people on my team. But, you know, she was just saying that it all kind of just goes back to your relationship with yourself, like the relationship that you have with your partner or whoever it is, it's the relationship that you have with yourself, your feelings, your emotions, whatever that is. And so, you know, taking or setting the importance on this aspect where it's not just, you know, you wanting to look good for your big day, but it's you building this relationship with yourself. It's you giving yourself that self-worth, you know, like re-encouraging that and strengthening that your self-esteem, you know, this is just you building your relationship with yourself and that's the most important relationship and you know it goes beyond just looking good it's really how are you taking care of yourself what are your routines like what are you feeding your body and of course all of that is 
reflected outwards, right? What we put in comes out. So same thing with the types of food that you're eating, the exercise that you're doing, it all gets reflected out. And I think it's just so much more than preparing for your big day. It's really, you know, the relationship that you have with yourself that you can have a really amazing relationship with your partner as well. And that big day for many, is like starting on a Monday. It gives them an excuse to set themselves up for success. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody takes the right strategy. You know, they'll do whatever they can to be in a certain size dress, which truly doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I'm sure your groom loves you for who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your groom is not going to sit there and ask what size your dress is. Right. For sure. Right. So you're doing this to meet one of two things, your childhood fairy tale mm-hmm. or somebody else's expectations of you. Yes. So which is it? Yeah. Okay. Be authentic with yourself. If, if it's your childhood fairy tale, great. Go ahead, lose the weight, fit that fairy tale dress, but do it the right way. Yeah. And do it for the right reasons. If it's somebody else's image of you, like maybe you need to wear your mom's dress because that's what she wore and four or five diff- different generations wore it and you need to fit into this. Okay. That's a little bit of a different story and we might, we'll be able to work with you, but there'd still be a lot of grounding work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. But that, that is much different than somebody else saying, oh my gosh, wear this. This is the dress. You need to be this size, this shape, other people's influences. Yeah. I just feel like there's so much pressure when you're, when you're preparing for your wedding day too, you know, that it's just like having to deal with going to work and then coming back and dealing with wedding preparation and like the stress and all that. It's just that naturally, you know, you might not be making the right healthy choices, which is understandable because you're under so much stress. And then it's like the whole mental stress too, which could be reflected, you know, maybe your skin's breaking out. It just, you know, it could lead to so many bad things. And then you're on this crazy diet because you think that like, this is what you were told to do, or this is what you have to do where, you know, that's just not helping with the stress at all. But there is just such a better way to deal with all of the wedding preparation and making, making it such an enjoyable process and a healthy, in a healthy way. Right. And, and that is the key. So there's a bride I'm working with and she's in her late thirties. I don't even know maybe she's in her Mm forties and she had this grandose theme of wanting to lose a certain amount of weight before her dress fitting. But once working with me, she realized very quickly that no, I know Mm -hmm. it's safe to do this, this, and this instead. Mm -hmm. And we worked on the mindset, which eliminates the stress. So Mm -hmm. that is the key component, right? We're dealing with a change of lifestyle. We're we're dealing with extra expenses. We're dealing with unhealthy eating habits because we're eating on the go as we're rushing. Mm -hmm. And worst of that is worst of that. I don't know if that's a word or a (laughs) sentence, but we just, I just went there. Worse than that is a lot of um, your brides um, might not be doing the mindset piece. Mm-hmm. They might not be because so, so right before, so guys, right before, um, Christine and I went live, we both took a few minutes to kind of do a few things and we came back together and she showed up or sorry, I was shuffling my cards when she showed up and I told her I was doing my affirmation cards and then I write them down and I do reflection pieces every day. Now I've already taught a client this morning and I've already sold some other products, which was awesome. I've done some personal development by listening to um, some audiobooks while I was driving Mm-hmm. And I got to see the sunrise come up, but before I even got to that part, before I even shared my time with anybody, I had done my meditation, my morning 10 minute meditation, and I did my affirmations. So 
I didn't learn any of these things until maybe a couple of years ago. So mm -hmm. I'm in my mid to late forties when I start to learn pieces of what is part of my life every single day. And this is the habits that we're going to be teaching you at a young age. And, and again, who's ever listening to this, if you're curious, ask us how we can relate to you or help you out with this. But these are some of the healthy habits that Christine and I were talking about. These are the basic grounding habits. It doesn't have to look a certain way. You don't have to do them bing, 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 bing. One more thing that you have to do mm -hmm. at all. It can look completely different. Like I didn't do my mirror work until after I came back from training a client and I was getting ready. I have my affirmations on the wall and I read them in front of the mirror and learning this at an early age definitely sets you up for success throughout the rest of your life. But ladies in your forties, fifties and sixties, it's not too late. It's <laughs> not too late to step into this part. And either one of us would be happy to share this with you. But Christine, what would you add to that? Cause I see you nodding your head and for our <laughs> audio viewers are not seeing that. <laughs> no, I was just going to say it's so true. And I was going to link it to so many <laughs> things, but I guess, um, first of all, it's that definitely that mental empowerment, that mental part is so important. And that's why, you know, from my health coaching experience, I bring that to clients because we work on that as a main component. It's, um, you know, it depends on what they want to work on either. It's, um, food or it's skin health or it's mental empowerment but all of it really kind of ties in together and you know I realized this being in a relationship or before being in a relationship or like a serious relationship how important it is to keep those habits whether you are on your own or when you do become a partnership because you know sometimes when we do get into relationships no matter what age we are right like um, mm -hmm. maybe you've been in the marriage for a long time and you're starting to realize like, oh, wow, like I used to really like painting and I never been, I haven't been painting anymore. You know, I think my mom definitely says that. And then for me, you know, like even though we're at a different age, it's very similar because you get into a relationship, you're like, oh, I used to do that like every morning and now I don't do that anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just giving that time for you to reflect on things that made you really happy that you might have forgotten about, which is okay, but, you know, reminding yourself of that and then bringing those habits back. And like you said, making that time for yourself um, is so important. Um, yeah, I think that was definitely just a big, big thing there. <laughs> well, and I'm going to share a scenario that a little bit, people, people that are listening to this who are closer to their 30s or 40s that are juggling quite a few things, you juggle in your 20s, but I want to share a scenario as to how this is successful, okay? So yesterday morning, I took um, my bonus son to school. So he's my stepson, but I don't call him that. He's my bonus son. Sometimes I'll just say my son. I drive him to school three times a week. So I knew what I had to do next. So I had the kettle on. So when I came back, I could have like a quick oatmeal and a tea while I'm doing my networking meeting or a coffee, whatever. So I'm like, okay, everything's good. I can hop on and do this call, maybe take a few minutes to freshen up. I'll have time for a shower. If not, I'm, I'm good. Right. It's Cause I had a bath the night before after training. So I wasn't worried about the hygiene. It was more showing up for the meeting on time and eating breakfast. And yes, I can make this all work. So Nathan to school networking meeting was the plan in between the two. My daughter called me crying because she was sick and she needed somebody to come and watch her son. So she could go get medicine or for me to go get medicine 
while she stayed home because he's 20 months old and you guys hear me talk about Hudson. So now as I'm driving and I'm doing my affirmations, cause I, if I'm driving, I listen to them and then I repeat them because nobody's around to make fun of me. <laughs> guys, there's always a way to get these in. I've heard some <laughs> other ladies in a newer relationship where they're living together, literally sit in the bathroom and journal for five minutes and just pretend they're taking longer to get the shower because <laughs> they're not comfortable sharing that with their partner. Right now mm -hmm. I leave my journal where I sit on the couch. Like I just leave it there. First of all, my handwriting's atrocious. Nobody can understand it. So if you're going to pick it up and read it and you don't like what I have to say, well, maybe you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Second of all, if you can read my handwriting, you could deserve a medal and you deserve to read it. So if you're in a loving, trusting relationship like I am, I leave it in the open. Okay. But there's different, and my point is here, guys, there's different ways of implementing journaling, gratitudes, affirmations, your foundation. But going back to yesterday morning, so now I'm getting a, a phone call saying, mom, I need your help. Okay. So everything else I wanted to do had to be pushed, but I'm the hostess for the meeting. They were all using my zoom to get in. So she's like, you can do your meeting at my place once we leave. Okay. Makeup's not done. Hair's not done. No coffee, no oatmeal. I'm doing my meeting on the staircase at Megan's house. But before the meeting starts, before it starts, Megan is in tears. She broke down and she's in tears. And I'm going to be right out and honest and share this because her dad, who's never met her son, her biological dad, all of my kids have the same biological dad. He decided he wasn't going to see her because she wasn't feeling well. Understandable, right? I'm not saying I agree under the situation and the circumstance, because then what were your other excuses for the last so many years? But that's not what this is about. I'm saying understandable based on the circumstances. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden now, between my meeting starting, I am dealing with somebody whose emotions were reignited from childhood. That feeling of rejection, of not being enough, of not being wanted. I am dealing with that before I show up and represent myself in my business. Because mm -hmm. she's still my baby. Doesn't matter. And she's a year younger than you. So I held her tight. I loved her lots and I just was there for her. And I have to sidebar for a second. The cutest thing is Hudson went up to his mom and was patting her back after a big hug. Adorable, <laughs> adorable. So then I hop into the, then she goes and does her running around and goes to see her sister and comes back and I'm doing the meeting. Okay. So I'm on the staircase at her place doing the meeting and I'm explaining life just like I'm explaining life to you right now. Just I'm doing the story. And Here's the thing. I was able to take care of her because I had already done my morning affirmations because I had already done my mindset work. My cup was full. We hear this conversation all the time. We hear this word all the time, mm -hmm. but here's where you, I just put it into action. I did not take anything she said personally, which I would have done in the past. I would have said, well, I've always been here. This story wasn't about me, but how, how often do we hear that? right? Yeah. You know, you want to go and defend your actions. Well, no, this has nothing to do with me. This had to do with my daughter feeling hurt and broken and rejected. Mm -hmm. And her childhood came back up again. And nothing was more important in that moment than being there for her. But I wouldn't have been able to have been there for her in the way that I showed up for her. If I didn't take care of myself first, I would have seemed anxious and distracted at the meeting. Exactly. And I was so calm when Hudson was doing little things and it didn't matter. 
it, it didn't matter because I was in a good place. And when you're in a good place, bridesmaids, moms or brides to be, or who's ever dealing with the stresses of getting married in the wedding, because believe me, there are stresses, mm -hmm. so many stresses, so many expectations. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to help unless you take care of yourself. Exactly. I totally agree. And, you know, especially before getting married, you know, you might be getting cold feet. Like, this is it, right? You're like, am I making the right choice for the rest of my life? Is this the person I want to spend my life with? And that could bring up a lot, you know, that could bring up conflict, but that could bring up more love, right? Or it could bring a mix of both. And I feel like that certainty comes from within yourself when, when you are certain with yourself and when you are in that good place with yourself, you know, like if you are stressed or, you know, you're not happy with where you are, then that can get reflected out and then that can cause conflict. You're not filling up your cup. And so, you know, when something does arise in the relationship, then it causes more conflict. Whereas if you did take this time, you know, to prioritize yourself, put the importance on this work, then it's like you are filling up your cup so much that no matter what stresses come up in the way of preparing for the marriage, you know, you can handle it and it's, it's no big deal. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely a really important part there. <laughs> so stresses, on the note of stresses, because um, we've talked about, we did a lot of mindset talk today. You talked a little bit about movement and yoga and you're going to learn from both of us that movement is a non-negotiable. It goes back to taking care of yourself. Yeah. Whatever you do. I don't care what you do. And, and Christine, do you care what you do? No, I love this so much because it's so important. <laughs> I, I think this is the most important part here when, uh, when working with clients and, you know, because the work that both of us do, regardless of who we're working with, right, this is a lifestyle change and to be able to make that lifestyle change it needs to be sustainable whether it's diet change whether it's lifestyle change exercise whatever it is it needs to be able to be sustainable and from learning from doctors who have studied this you know the most important part is to to keep that momentum going to be able to make yourself work out every day it has to be enjoyable. You have to enjoy what you're doing. No matter if I'm showing up with you there, okay, maybe you might show up, but when I'm not there, are you still going to be doing those workouts? And that's something that I've found really, really important with my clients because yes, for example, for me, we have um, the yoga aspect, which is great because I provide that for my clients. And for you, you do personal training, which is awesome. And I do but virtual as well, like the virtual boot camp. Well, it's yeah. called fusion because boot camp intimidates women, but <laughs> I call it fusion instead. But yes, you're you're soft and subtle. And again, to, to look at us right now, it's very ironic. She's soft and subtle with yoga and yin <laughs> and a lot of yang and stretches and mobility and flexibility <laughs> and grounding. And I'm like, let's go. Grab your weights. We can do this. Sing songs. <laughs> right. True story. It, at six o'clock so in the morning. True story. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. And it's like, that's how you're able to maintain that because that's what you enjoy and that's what you love. Right. Whereas for me, it's like, yeah, I mean, I love yoga and that's been a big part of my life. And some days, you know, that's all I want to do. But 
you know, it's that balance where sometimes I do want a higher intensity workout and that's fine. And it's not like I'm restricting myself to one thing and nor do I do that for the clients, right? I give them all of the options. And for example, um, one of my previous clients, um, with her goal of losing weight for confident boosts, for mindset, for changing her attitude around food and um, for eating healthier food. A big part of that, of course, was movement. And so, you know, I asked her, what do you enjoy? Like, do you enjoy doing these yoga classes? Do you enjoy higher intensity workouts? And we had this whole moment of exploration where, you know, I invited her to our yoga classes. So she gets to try those ones out and see how that feels. And we offer different types of yoga. So that's a whole other thing. But then it's like, okay, did you like that? Or let's try a different type of workout. So I would actually work out with her too, being like, let's try a high intensity workout. Like, did you like that too? And then you start to find what you actually enjoy. And then that becomes part of your life and routine. It's not like, oh, now I have to do this yoga class. It's like, yes, like I can't wait, you know, or like, I can't wait just to start this class. You just nailed it. You just nailed it. Oh, I have to. We're here to help you change that story. Oh, I get to. Yes, I want to get to do this. I enjoy this. I want to, I'm looking forward to it. Whether it's the music or the Zen, whether it's the company or you're by yourself. So I want to ask you, because I know a lot of people have these conversations where a walk doesn't count. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely haven't heard that because a walk definitely counts for me. (laughs) Exactly. A walk (laughs) counts guys it doesn't matter like if I am trying to be mindful so I don't overdo it and winter's a little bit harder with my ankles because it's not flat okay Mm -hmm. so even on the flat surface but here's the thing oh my dog just looked at me um here's the thing I still try to walk a couple times a week if not more often but I don't make it a priority to get my walk in Mm -hmm. if I'm training Mm -hmm. right like I did a session this morning I'll be training another session tonight I don't need to get a walk in, maybe around the block for fresh air and for a different purpose. Mm-hmm. But strategies I use to get my walk in, I will call a girlfriend. I will yeah. have an online, like a phone call conversation with somebody I want to get to know better. I will listen to an audiobook. I will do my personal development or my affirmations during that time. Mm-hmm. So, or crank the music and change my mood and my energy. But here's the thing walking counts. So, I, you know, I know Kristen, I know Christine's going to echo this. Start where you're at. Do what you can and find what works for you. If walking every day is a non-negotiable, walk every day and then add something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think this also works from any, like any age really, right? Because it's like, you can be starting something new at any point in your life. And it just depends on who you like your body, right? Like if we're talking to someone who has certain types of goals and maybe they're already an athlete and they want to break the record, then, you know, your goals are going to be different versus someone who has a very sedentary lifestyle who never really walks, you know, going for that one walk a day is a game changer. That's huge. That should definitely count. Right. Like, yes, that's definitely, I feel like that's both of our approach when working with clients. It's very individualistic. It's very unique and it's very personalized to that person. So just depending on where you are in your life and what your goals are, then, you know, those things can be changed or your, your types of exercise can be changed to meet your goals. But in the end, 
as long as we're getting out there and we're moving, sometimes it's more than just the physical, it's the mindset that you were able to get yourself out, to get into those gym clothes and to get out that door. You know, like that could be the accomplishment on its own, right? It doesn't yes. have to be. And so it definitely, if it is just like a day, you know, in my age, your age, sometimes we just have those days when you're just depressed and you don't want to do anything, right? But it's like, if you just put on that coat and you went outside for a brief walk, you did it. Like you did that today. And that's you get to check that box. You yeah. get to color in that totally. habit tracker. Yes. Totally. Totally. So yeah. Be creative. Like I hope the biggest takeaway you guys get to this is it's not a one size fits all type of regime. We may have similar modalities. We may have similar mindsets. We didn't even really talk about meals or money yet. Um, I'm, we might, we might just bring this to closer to an hour and, and see where it goes. Um, yeah. Just to touch on the stress levels and meals, because I have some great ideas for both of those that I know that will relate with you as well. But the biggest takeaway is there are coaches that believe in the longer it takes, the more successful you'll be. Mm -hmm. And it's all about being sustainable and that quick fix come off the table. I don't do high intensity interval classes for any other reason besides the energy that I get from it. Mm -hmm. And I like it. I like the music. I like the people. I love watching my clients accomplish things they never thought that they could. Okay. Mm -hmm. Am I showing up so for me getting into better shape and having a more fit, strong body? Yeah, of course that's a benefit to me, but it's the after effect. Mm -hmm. It's not my primary reason why. Mm -hmm. So here's, Here's the next question I want to talk about. Just since we're going a little bit, um, we talked about meals. Sorry, we talked about movement. And guys, in case you didn't notice, Christy and I both brought movement back to mindset. Mm -hmm. Mindset is the foundation. And it doesn't matter what arteries come out of that. If it is meals, movement, or your relationship with money. Without the right mindset, it makes a big difference. For sure. Definitely. So let's talk about meals briefly. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of... Our okay, so <laughs> meals for people in their 20s, women in their 20s. So whatever you think that looks like. And then I'll talk about my suggestions for people in their 40s. Yeah, this is a really good one. Um, you know, first it's like our, our bodies are in very different states. So for example, for me, when we're in your 20s, um, maybe 30s as well, eh, maybe 20s, uh, your, your hormones are functioning on a very different level than they are in your 35s, your 40s, very different. And we need to, you know, you're going to realize that, right? When you're 20, you're just like, oh, I can eat that. It's fine. Like, no problem. Like, go to the gym. You're fine. <laughs> it's gone. But then, you know, like maybe in your 35s and your 40s, you're like, I can't get this weight off. Like, it's just not leaving. You feel different. You're just like, you know, you notice that change in yourself. And that's okay. Like, that's, that's the change in your hormones. But the great thing is that we can support those through, um, healthy meals and healthy diets and to change that according to what your body needs at different stages in your life. So for example, someone at my age, you know, it again depends. Like, are you mm -hmm. very athletic? So then maybe you need to tailor your, your food towards that. Are you looking for more muscle gains? You need more protein, you know, are you experiencing some hormonal imbalance? So do you need, you know, more healthy fats? Do you need more protein? Whatever it may be. 
And I think that it's so important to work with a nutritionist during these times because they are big changes that are, there are big changes that are happening. And sometimes we might follow a lot of trends that might be going online, you know, and those are not personalized nutrition plans. So we might be thinking, oh, everyone's doing this diet right now. So I need to be doing it too. But sometimes based on your situation, that can be causing more harm than good. So focusing on that, I think is a big thing of figuring out which diet works best for your body. And again, like depending on your age, you might need to have different types of diets because of your different hormones that are happening. So like later on in the years, you know, there is um, Dr. Sarah Got, um, Gottfield, I believe. Um, she does like the hormonal reset. She talks a lot about uh, diet throughout the ages and she just released a new book for, um, I was reading it actually about uh, diet for women in their thirties and forties. Um, and, you know, she talks about how keto is really important and fasting, but a specific type of keto diet. And just yes. because of the way that the, um, you know, the keto diet was kind of made, um, or created a certain way, but that doesn't really necessarily work for some women. And so she kind of gave it that spin on what works well for um, women's hormones. Um, but, you know, like that's something that you might have to consider later on in your years. Whereas maybe if you were doing that now, when you're having like a very different lifestyle and your hormones are different, that might not really work well for you. So it's hard to just say, you know, everyone should be eating this, everyone should be eating that at this age where I, I can't really say that because I don't really know what your body needs and what, you know, what, how we can best support you. But if I will say something, I guess it would be, it's important to have balanced meals. And I know that like, for example, at my age, sometimes it's very hard to get in balanced meals or enough food when you're busy all day, you know, like I'm, I'm really realizing this. There's this whole thing going on on TikTok right now where it's like being that girl, right? And it's like, she wakes up at 6am, she has her beautiful drink, she has her smoothie, and then she has this perfect meal, like beautifully curated, and then this meal, this meal. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But, you know, that's probably just, that's what she does, right? But if you're super busy all the time, and you're on the go, and you know, you have a pet, you got to work out. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got the smoothie there. But if you've got like 100 things going on, and you're busy, your boss is texting, whatever it is, and you're working from home, like you're too stressed out, you don't have time to go groceries, how do you maintain those healthy balance, I mean, balanced meals? And that's been something that I've been exploring and actually working with a partner with that, you know, how can we come together and make nutritious meals together? So dedicating a time in the day where we're like, okay, so we're going to come together at dinner and we're going to make dinner together and we're going to make this a nutritious meal. So always incorporating some sort of protein. Um, I am not vegan. So sometimes it, you know, it changes. You can have chickpeas sometimes if we want to do a vegan night or we could have some chicken, whatever it may be. And then having a lot of veggies and greens, so we're getting in some healthy fiber from there too. Um, and uh, fats, so healthy fats. So carbs, protein, and fats. And then making those complex carbohydrates or getting them from vegetables, beans, legumes, whatever that may be. Um, and protein, you know, lean protein, clean protein, and healthy fats. So using olive oil, coconut oil, um, avocado oil, or just putting in some avocados in the salad. You know, just easy ways where we can come up with these super simple meals, but we're having at least a balanced nutritious meal throughout the day 
And then again, just having healthy snacks in the fridge or healthy options so that when we are busy throughout the day, we're not scrambling and then grabbing junk food, but we're going for those healthy options like carrots and hummus. That's been like my big snack, my favorite snack. And then having nutritious breakfast like you were doing right now, having a smoothie. Well, in that, that, it's a perfect segue because I was going to just pop in for a second and say, yes, this is part of the reason I have my smoothie. I was up first. I drank a whole water bottle, 52 ounces of water already this morning. And I had my coffee on my way to the clients, drank the water on the way back and after training. So I was, I was joking with Christine saying my 20 year old was not impressed that I'd started the blender at like nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, it could have been at six, but anyways, <laughs> the reason why I go for a smoothie is not only am I getting protein and fiber, I know it's one of those days where I need to sell in and I don't want to deal with the dishes in the kitchen and I'm going to get more out of this because when I'm working with my clients, it's very similar. I loved how Christine had said it's, it's the macronutrients. Yeah. She talked about keto, but she also talked about carbs and the right keto. And this is where I'm not a big keto lover, but I, I am a low carb lover. So yes, well, I use ketosis and, and some drinks, absolutely, I'll, I'll add the powder to my drinks, and here's why. It encourages me to drink more water. When I drink more water, my joints are lubricated. So ladies, there's less cracking when you move. You can move with a lot more ease and facility. And don't underestimate whatever it takes outside of alcohol, because that is a different calorie content altogether. But outside of alcohol, whatever it takes for you to drink that water, who cares if it's a keto pouch? Who cares if it's Arbon Fizz? Mix it up. Have some plain, have some lemon, infuse it with some fruits, but infuse it with herbal tea. Don't add anything to it. A herbal tea is a great warm drink. So back to this, part of my goal is to try to get two cups of vegetables in at every meal. Mm -hmm. There's two, well, one big handful, two cups of spinach in here with a yeah. scoop of fiber, half my fibers in here, two scoops of protein. And honestly, it just takes like a, tastes like a vanilla milkshake made with almond milk. Oh, nice. <laughs> so normally this isn't my flavor, but, and I added a bunch of cinnamon, maybe a teaspoon of, of cinnamon. So I am getting, remember I already energized from the workout this morning because I did work out with my client. It changes the game completely when the trainer works out with the client totally I do the same totally like and sometimes if I don't overdo it I'm like oh I'm so sore from the day before and the day before or the morning before whatever it looks like yeah but when you work out with your clients you still need to refuel your body so instead of telling yourself the same story challenge yourself to think differently how can I get two cups of vegetables in the morning well I can start having a shake mm-hmm Okay. Or I used, and I tell my clients, you know how you're saying carrots and hummus. I tell my clients that I used to, when I worked in corporate, it was a half an hour drive. I would always have a baggie of raw veggies to eat in the car on the way home. Mm -hmm. I would not leave the house without a baggie. Now I'm really not leaving the house and, and I'll make sure my bag just broke yesterday, but I'll make sure like I have an apple and almonds. Mm -hmm. and, and I know we're not talking meals or snacks. Like we just kind of talked in general, but it's, getting yourself wrapped up in what's best for you. You are fueling your body and we could have a full other talk on <laughs> breakfast, snack, lunch, totally. snack, dinner, snack, because guys, you don't realize this. My fitness pal as great as it is. And I do use it with my clients. 1200 calories is not sustainable period. 
I don't care who you are. You won't be able to stay losing weight at that number. So connect with either one of us. We'll help you set it up. We'll help you find your macros and your macro balance. And it doesn't matter if you're doing what you're doing. You, you still lean into your macros. I do a lot of macro work. Sounds like you do a lot of macro work as well, but you're willing to incorporate what that person wants in a healthier way. Yeah. Right? So yes, I will support you with it, with whether it's weight loss or whether it's changing your body or whether it's growing muscles or dealing with your hormones. We can both support you on that hundred percent. It's going to look different. And the strategies can be as simple as drinking half your body weight in water to start. Or maybe you can't start there because that's a lot of weight. It's a lot of water. So maybe you need to start with half your plate of vegetables at every meal. Or maybe your starting point is snacks or dinner. So for those in their 40s or 30s or have a full family and you've got the blended family where you've got kids going back and forth or things that you don't like or do like, there is nothing wrong with going to a place like M&M's and having certain meals on certain nights that you know that your family loves. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with using HelloFresh or Chef's Plate, getting those orders brought in and eating a healthy meal with your family as a starting place. And then you find out what you like and then you can make it better. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, same for people within my age, you know, if you're trying to just balance everything that you're doing and making sure that you're eating proper foods to fuel your body, wherever your goals are, um, you know, and also dealing with any other conditions. So if you're dealing with, you know, IBS or if you have skin conditions Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it may be, that's definitely where I like to become my little investigator self because I like to be like, all right, what's the root cause here? What's going on? Let's solve that. And then it's like magically everything starts to get cured. <laughs> Not cured, so, sorry, I didn't use that term. I think just um, resolves itself. <laughs> well, and I, it's a great point that you brought up. In my 20s, before I had my children, and even in my 20s, I had really bad IBS. Mm. Really bad. Nobody, no, no practitioner, nobody had ever informed me that there was a correlation between dairy and IBS. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. So I, especially when I was pregnant, I was eating things that you were supposed to eat mm-hmm. milk and all of this. Well, I never liked milk. So now if I'm having chocolate milk or ice cream and I'm violently ill, my stomach expands. So none of this knock on wood. That's not no knocking on wood is necessary. That was just to get everybody to pay attention. But here's why when you are mindful, when you realize your triggers, because IBS can look different for everybody. There's two different types you can become constipated or you can have the diarrhea type. And then there is what happens to your body before and after. Sometimes I'm throwing up at the same time as I'm trying to go to the bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's different for everybody. My stomach will always swell up Mm. to the point where I can barely bend over and touch my toes as if I'm nine months pregnant again. Oh my gosh. So I am physically reacting to whatever is in my body. And without getting professional advice, like Christine, you are not going to be setting yourself up for success. You're going to continue to eat the same foods that are triggers Mm -hmm. and continue to feel like that. And just to close this subject up real quick, if you don't think you have any health problems, take a look at your face. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because if something's going to come out of you, it's going to come out of you somewhere, which means your pimples. Yeah. And, and I know that's kind of disgusting for anybody that's listening to this and be like, Ooh, acne is poop. No, no, no. That's not what we're saying. But that negative, that heaviness, that what your body is rejecting is yeah. trying to come out of you. Yeah. I love it. It's almost like a sign. Okay. Like there is an imbalance there. That's great. Like, thank you body for telling me what's up. Yes. But instead of like trying to cover it up or put it away or like depress that, you know, okay, let me figure out what's going on here. Let's get to the root cause of what's causing that and let's solve it. So then you're not going to be just covering it up all the time. You're really solving that from the start and you're, you know, not going to have to deal with it over and over again. Yeah. You might get the odd one. It might look different. And, and guys listening to this, it's not for the person wearing the mask all day that is suddenly sweating, right? Like that is a little bit of a different story right now, but we can still help you with that. Yeah. yeah. We really and, can. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I was going to say quickly, like skin is definitely something that I really touch on, especially when working with brides or whoever it may be, especially people um, or young people, because that was kind of how I started my health journey. Because, you know, in high school, I started to have like normal breakouts. It was like puberty, that usual time, you know, your skin's not perfect, but I wanted perfect skin. And so I would go to the doctor and I was prescribed like a bunch of antibiotics and I was just taking it all the time, topical internally. And, you know, it kind of helped my skin, not really because I wasn't really dealing with the actual issues. Um, and then I took Accutane, which if you're not familiar with it, it basically is just like overdosing on vitamin A. So your skin gets really good, but you know, you're dealing with a lot of repercussions. Like you'd have to go and get your liver tested every month or your blood tested for your liver enzymes. I mean, the thing is at looking back now, that's why I do what I do. It's because I was not informed on all of my options. I didn't know that there was a way that I could heal my gut health that would heal my skin, right? I was not informed. And because of that, my gut health was completely destroyed because of all the antibiotics I was taking, which now we know there is a big gut brain connection and that affected my mental health a lot. And so I had to spend a lot of time working on my mental health through my diet and my lifestyle change that helped heal my gut, which naturally just started to heal my skin and my mental health, like my, my, my mental well-being as well. So that's a lot of why I do what I do and especially love working with younger people because, you know, I like to give as much information as possible and educate you on all of your possible op like options. And then you can make the informed decision on what you feel like works best for your body. Right. And then how can we do this the most holistic way? Not saying that I'm against medications or anything like that. No, definitely not. I love working hand in hand, like with both situations, right? Like how can we make this come together well so that we're not gaining one thing and then losing another thing, right? How can we have that balance in our body where, you know, we can achieve the goals that we want to achieve, but we don't have to harm ourselves in the process. And that is perfect, right? Because we're not taking away medical experience or medical recommendations. We're leaning into hormones and helping you heal yourself. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk quickly on the money aspect. And, and here's why. You're really, when it comes to money, and, and specifically we're going to lean into your relationship with money, a lot of what we're talking about today, yes, this is an investment. To work with either one of us is going to cost money, right? To make lifestyle changes is going to cost money. 
-hmm. It is an investment in yourself though. And saying that when it comes to brides, when it comes to your key demographic and the people that you work with, Mm -hmm. what do you say the relationship with money is? It's very interesting. Um, It can go either way because some brides, you know, they want to have it all. They want that fairy tale and their family maybe is willing to support them. And so, you know, they're giving it their all. It doesn't matter whatever it is, we're going to pay it and we're going to make it happen. And for some other people, when they're just like, you know, I have a budget for this, I'm working this many hours to make this happen. This is my budget for it. And, you know, I respect both, both situations. Um, but I think that there is a really good um, emphasis or focus on seeing this as not an extra or like an add-on, you know, not being like, if I can squeeze it in, you know, I'll do that. You know, <laughs> it should be something that's a priority. Like I'm going to make sure that I'm taking care of myself while I'm getting ready for this and for the rest of my life, right? I'm investing in myself now so that I don't have to, deal with like the the symptoms or whatever it may be later on I'm doing the work now so I don't have to deal with it later right and yes I mean the relationship with money is is different maybe now versus when when you're older because you know at this age it's like we're still running around we're still trying to figure out what we want to do are we happy with our jobs yes it's making us enough money but do we even want to be here you know what I mean it's like maybe I'm not making enough money um and so it's, it's very different depending on where, where, where you are. But I would just say that it kind of goes back to just knowing how much you're worth, right? Like, and we are worth a lot, each of us, every one of us, we are worth everything, right? So just coming back to knowing what you're worth and getting the value for that and investing in yourself. I loved all of that. And, and- couple things just just to highlight what I understood knowing your worth understanding your value and making this a part of your bills if you would your expected expenditures your investment in yourself because whatever you do for yourself will show up 10 times the investment it'll show up in your relationships it's going to save you money on a divorce down the road, believe it or not. And I loved Christine what you had said is you know you're at the position in your life where you're trying to figure your shit out for lack of better words. Okay. So here's the thing. You fast forward 25 years and your money people are still trying to figure it out because it didn't go as planned. Yeah. What's different is the heightened stress, the dynamics of now maybe past relationships, right. That are still playing a role and more people want things from you. Right. That career. Does it now, does it now coincide with the cost of living? Does it work with your lifestyle now that you may have started then? Has anybody shared these things to you? The cost of getting older, that conversation is not a conversation that Christine will be having with her clients, but it is certainly a conversation I have with mine. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I shared this with you, but I'm an evergreen learner. So I am actually going through to get my life insurance um, qualifications so I can help people save and invest in their own finances. And the reason why I like to bring this up, not just to get the two different perspectives, but to realize that this is another topic that it's never talked about. Mm-hmm. So nobody talks to you about investing in yourself. We talk about financial funds and investing that way for your future, 
But even in that case, we're not prepared because we're living longer and better than once we were. So we're not prepared. We're not prepared. So Christine's not going to be having these conversations necessarily, but now she's going to think twice about, okay, long-term effect. You know, this is something that should be a part of your portfolio. So let's talk about COVID for, for one second and tie this all in. People retired during COVID because it wasn't working for them, right? So now they kind of feel what retirement is like. Financially, they're prepared. They can do all of this, but all of a sudden they have all this free time on their hand. They don't know what to do with themselves. They're not using their brains. They're not getting up. Their sense of worth and self-purpose has changed. So Christine's going to be bringing you to a certain point of your life, but my job is to carry you through the rest of it mm -hmm. because all of these things need to be factored in. Okay. We're a little bit past an hour. We're I going know. to summarize this. We're probably going to hop on a regular chat and do a little bit more because Christine's awesome. And you know, we just did this and so much synergy and guys, I know, you know, by now I completely put my guests on the spot a hundred percent all the time. I put my guests on the spot. Christine, I asked you to bring a coffee cup. Did you bring one? I did. What did you say? Oh, there's nothing on mine. <laughs> okay, why did you choose a blank one? Okay, because... Is that all you had? My favorite one is in the dishwasher. <laughs> but my favorite one, um, I actually got it for someone as a gift, but I just love it myself. But it's it just says light and love on it. And it's just like the cutest coffee mug. It's my favorite. But I guess today, this one was just... A nice, plain and simple one. So we're keeping things nice and simple. <laughs> awesome. Well, mine today says... Oh, stay you. you. Yes, love that. Stay you. It says that on the front and back. Aww. It's part of a matching set. The other one says stay true. Oh, that's so cute. So this is the one I gravitated to this morning. And guys, if you're catching the video of this, post your coffee cups so we can see them. Share your videos. Um... This is going to be live on YouTube within the hour, if not sooner. And it'll be showing up on Spotify, Apple, your favorite podcast platform next Monday morning. Okay, so you can definitely just listen to the audio um, while you've got the video playing and cooking dinner tonight, your healthy dinner. If you want to catch this, both Christine and I are going to be sharing the links to our platforms. And Christine, do we want to offer any kind of giveaway between either one of us today? What do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I'd love to offer something. Um, mm -hmm. Just put her on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love to offer um, some free yoga classes. If anyone is interested in that, to joining our community called Cav Community, that would be awesome. Um, and I do always offer a, um, a free consultation. Um, so we can do that. Hmm, what else can I offer? Think I think that's those. good. I think those are two good platforms. They're going <laughs> to okay. fall in love with you and they're going to want to work with you. I get too excited and so. I'm just like, I just want everyone to come. It doesn't matter. I'll give free stuff. <laughs> okay. Remember, own your value. And you've this, got a lot to like so thing. let's get them in the yoga class and see and for anybody so any age right you'll do yoga for any age and stage yeah, not just right levels open to everyone it's even okay. if you have kids i'm more than happy to do like a kids class too or like a family class that's awesome <laughs> okay and then for me what i will do i'm gonna match what christine does and i am gonna offer up um if you're interested in trying i will let you try two of my Fusion 45 fitness classes. 
So they are fun classes. Reach out to me. And just like Christine, I always offer a free discovery call. I have you do one of my assessments. We go over it. We just chat and honestly, just see if this is a fit. Um, Right. So I always offer that anyways, but come on in, join the community, get into Christine's yoga, come try out the fusion. You can do both. Find out what you like. Maybe they both work in your schedule. Because remember you, my friends are non-negotiable. Your life is non-negotiable. We are here to be the missing pieces in your life. Mm-hmm. We're here to help you to continue to grow so you can glow, whether you're 25 or whether you're 47. Yeah. You know, it, it's enjoying every minute of your life. So I want to thank you, Christine, so much um, for staying with me, for doing this, and for meeting me last week on an impromptu discovery call. And is there anything else you want to add before, before we go though, I'm going to stop the recording and then I'll just need two seconds with you and then we'll, we'll be done. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I was just going to say thank you so much for having me. And, you know, final, final things is I love that people just say that the best investment is to invest in yourself. I think that's the most important thing. Um, And yeah, I'd love to meet everyone in our yoga community. And if you are a bride or a bride-to-be or you know someone who wants to get ready for their big day, let me know. Or if you have any other nutritional concerns or health concerns, um, would love to figure that out for you. It's like my detective work and I I love it. (laughs) But thank you so Uh, much for having me. (laughs) It's been, we felt this connection right away. We honestly felt like the mother-daughter connection and we were like, every time we turned around, we were wowed with another similar piece. We're not mothers and daughters. We've never even met besides virtually but our stories are so similar. I just wish I had discovered my passion when I was 25. Yeah. So I'm super proud of the fact that Christine has taken the world by the balls. (laughs) (laughs) And it's never too late. So I'm so glad that you still found it for yourself at this age, no matter where you are. That's amazing. And, And that's it, right? It's teaching people to be so comfortable that you can hear And guys, this is the secret sauce, teaching you to be so comfortable with your own thoughts, your decisions, your reasons, your why, so you can quiet down and hear your intuition and feel the feelings that make you happy. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, make it a fantastic day. I'm just going to um, stop recording and then I'll take Christine's minute and then it won't be long before this is posted. (laughs) Thank you.